Hello, and welcome to another episode of Music and Vibes. I am your host, Kiana W. Mitchell. I am so excited to spend some time with you this week. I know it's only Wednesday, but I have had a long week so far. And so I am super excited just to take some time out of my busy week and spend some quality time with you guys. Yesterday, my baby girl Dawson had a little meltdown about what she wanted to eat for dinner. Okay, she's not so little anymore. She's still my baby though, even though she's 10 years old. But as you can imagine, she's still my, she's the youngest. So you know the youngest thing, they could be 50. And if they're the youngest, they're always going to act like a baby. So that's why I call her my baby girl because she's 10, but she's still the baby of the family and she does not let you forget that. So, yesterday, I asked the kids what they wanted to eat for dinner. Usually, after I go shopping, I do it once a week, and depending on how I'm feeling, I'll go in the store or I'll do online. So, usually when I go in the store, I buy more junk food and stuff because it's there, I see it, I pick it up. So, as you can imagine, I went in the store this week. So, all the food in the house is like Doritos, bags of chips, a whole bunch of stuff. Now, we have healthy food, of course, fruits, vegetables, and the stuff we normally eat for dinner and lunch but there's a lot of junk food and of course the girls love that so I have this habit usually I ask the kids what do you want to eat for dinner because I like to make what they like to eat so if they want to eat something and I have it we just make it so we came to a conclusion the older two girls after we had some discussion um, they decided that they would eat stir fry with egg rolls and spring rolls so since it was like a vegetable stir fry with vegetable egg rolls and spring rolls they were good and I was fine with that because it's healthy but Dawson did not want to have that instead she was like mom I think I just want to have a bagel with cream cheese and Dorito sandwich and of course I'm looking at her because like I don't think Doritos, cream cheese, and bagels go together at all, ever. But for dinner, that is clearly not a good dinner for a kid to have. So I tried to explain to her. I was like, Dawson, this is not healthy. I was like, if you want to eat it for a snack, it's still not healthy, but I would give in more for a snack. I was like, but dinner, no, because here's what happened. You let her eat whatever she wants for dinner, right? So she'll pick junk food. Then, while it's time for her to go to bed, she'll be like, Mom, I'm hungry. And he was just like, really? So at dinner, I'm very strict about what they eat. It has to be a meal because I am tired of them going to bed and tell me how hungry they are. So I told her, you cannot have this. And of course, since she's 10, I expected a rational, okay, mom, fine, I'll eat it tomorrow. That's not what happened. When I tell you my 10-year-old, like, literally cried and cried to the point of, like, almost throwing a tantrum. Yeah, that's what happened. She cried and cried. You would think she was getting beat up or something. Instead of somebody just telling her, no, you cannot have a bagel, cream cheese, and Dorito sandwich. She had a meltdown. So, of course, being the mom that I am, I don't do well with meltdowns. So, I was just like, you know what? Go sit in your room. Come out when you can talk rationally or when you just when you stop crying. So, she was literally in the room for like 15 minutes. The whole meltdown was like 20 minutes. But I sent her in the room after five. And she cried and cried and cried. And finally, after 15 minutes, she came out. So I was like, okay. So when she came out, she still wasn't happy. But when it was time for dinner, I gave her a choice. I was like, listen, either you can have some vegetarian um, meat, because we're vegetarians, with maybe pretzels and some fruit or applesauce, or you're just going to have to eat what we have. And so she finally decided she would go the route with the... Um, 
vegetarian meat, make yourself a little sandwich, have pretzels and some fruit. But then here's the funny part. After she finished all that crying and hollering about she didn't want the vegetable stir fry, I had the stir fry out for everybody else. Guess who ate some stir fry? Yeah, Dawson. Guess who got some spring rolls? Dawson. Guess who even wanted an egg roll? Mm-hmm. Dawson. Not only did she want some, she went back for seconds and thirds of the vegetable stir fry. So I'm sitting up here like, okay, so here you are making all this noise, hollering and screaming because you don't want to eat it. And now you're eating it all up. Like, seriously. But it just goes to show you that kids don't know what they want. I will always say that. And I even asked her. I was like, well, Dawson, I thought you didn't want this. Oh, I didn't know that this is what it was. I like this. And I'm just looking at her because, granted, I had made her something else. And then she ate up what we had, which was fine. But I'm just like, you know what? This is ridiculous. Now, during the whole thing, my husband's just looking at me like, Kiana, I cannot believe you're talking to a 10-year-old about what they're eating. Because y'all know how that is. When I was younger, we did not have a choice about what we ate. The only choice we had is to either eat what we had for dinner or to not eat and hope breakfast would be better. That's the only choice we had. But I used to hate that because most, I did like most of the food my mom ate. I did like dinner most of the time, and especially as I got older because then I was able to make my own dinner, which was a huge plus. But you know, when I was younger, it was different. So I used to always say when I was a little kid, I was like, you know what, when I get grown and if I have kids, I'm not going to make them eat whatever I make for dinner. They can't have a choice. And I stuck with that. They do have a choice. But after that incident on yesterday, I was wondering whether I had made the wrong choice to let my kids pick what they ate for dinner. So... I'm coming to you with this question. Now, I know a lot of you are listening have children or you have grandkids, nieces, nephews, whatever. But if you guys have any opinion on this, I would love for you to weigh in and talk to me about that. Because I think to an extent, I kind of spoiled my kids because I'm just that parent who makes different things for each kid to eat if they don't like what I'm making for dinner. Now, you already know my reason because I didn't have a choice. So I just wanted to give them a choice. But I'm just curious to find out from you, how many of you cater to your kids when preparing meals for them? And how many of you just make them eat whatever you make for dinner? I know I cannot be the only one who try to give their kids choices about what they want for dinner. So I would definitely like to hear from you and find out what type of parent you are. The parent that gives you choices for dinner or the parent that is like, dude, you're just going to eat this because I made it. So I want to hear from you. So all you have to do right now is head over to the Music and Vibes Facebook page and leave me a message to let me know what type of parent you are. Now, the handle to that Facebook page is at the Music and Vibes Podcast. Once again, the handle to that Facebook page is at the Music and Vibes Podcast. I can't wait to hear from you. Today on the podcast, I would like to talk about how to find love again. Now, last week on the podcast, we talked about how to heal a broken heart. Now, for those of you who didn't hear that episode last week, after you listen to this episode, go back and listen to last week's episode called Broken Hearts. Now, we learned during that episode called Broken Hearts that healing a broken heart can take some time and that it is important to put in the work emotionally and let yourself have time to heal 
from that relationship before trying to find a new relationship. So, in this episode of the podcast, we're going to talk about the steps you need to take after you've given yourself the time to heal and recover from a bad relationship and how it's possible to find love again. Now, the most common question I've heard from people asking um, after experiencing a bad breakup is how or if they will ever find love again. Sometimes a breakup can leave you so traumatized that it is hard to even imagine finding love again. But let me assure you that there is hope and it is possible to love again after your heart has been broken. One of the first things that you have to do is love yourself. Now, I know it sounds cliche, but believe it or not, it is really true. In order to get the love that you desire, you have to first love yourself. Many people believe this myth that you have to be drop-dead gorgeous in order to have the love that you want. But I'm here to tell you that is not true. Because if that was true, then all of the quote-unquote beautiful people in the world would have wonderful relationships and never experience a breakup. However, you and I both know that this is not true. And that people who are considered quote-unquote beautiful by society's standards, they experience divorce and relationship issues just like everybody else. Now, when I say beautiful, I say it with quotation marks because no matter who you are, you are beautiful and you are worthy of love. And once you realize that, then other people will begin to recognize that too. I remember one time when I got up to do a presentation, I was a little nervous. And so in my head, I kept telling myself, I was like, Kiana, don't mess this up. Try not to make a mistake. Try not to do this, whatever, whatever, etc." And guess what happened? I made mistakes. That was the worst presentation I ever did in my life. Now, why was it such a bad presentation? Well, the presentation turned out badly because I mentally set myself up for failure. I didn't believe in myself. I had self-doubt. And all of this came through in my presentation, which caused the audience not to have faith in what I was saying. Now, this is important to think about because... Just me doing a presentation caused people not to have any belief in what I was saying. So imagine what we are doing to ourselves every day when we have self-doubt about ourselves, we don't love ourselves, we don't like ourselves. All of this projects to other people. So they're just like, well, if they don't like them, why should I like them? So whatever you feel about yourself, you convey that to other people. So it is important for you to feel loved. And know that you love yourself. The way that we feel and think about ourselves, it also shows people how to treat us. So if you go back into the world of dating, not loving yourself and not knowing your worth, then you're going to attract people who are not going to love you or value you. Now, do you see why it was so important for you to take that time to heal before jumping into another relationship? Therefore, it's vital that you love yourself and know your worth before trying to go back into any dating situation. Secondly, you need to adjust your expectations. Now, we talked about this um, last season of the podcast in episode in season two. And the title of that episode was called I Wish. But I think it needs to be brought up again because so many times we are all in love with the idea of being in love. We expect our significant other to come and sweep us off of our feet and to fulfill all of our childhood fantasies or of being Mr. Right or Mrs. Right. 
And when this does not happen, we find ourselves disappointed and disillusioned with the whole idea of love. This is why there's so many people out there who don't have any faith in love. They don't believe love exists because they are disillusioned because their fantasies and myths and the things that they believe has not been fulfilled. Their expectations are way too high and need to be adjusted. Now, I've said this before, but I'm going to say it again. Mr. and Mrs. Wright only exist in our imagination. Okay? They are not real people. Well, when I say right, I'm talking about the R-I-G-H-T, like perfect people. Now, I'm sure there are some rights, the W-R-I-G-H-T. I had a dean whose name was Mrs. Wright when I was in um, boarding academy. But we're not talking about that. We are talking about the idea of this perfect person or this perfect man or perfect woman coming to save us. They don't exist, only in our imaginations. Now, there are people that you will meet who have qualities and share some of the same values that you have who might be compatible with you. But if you are so focused on dating someone who meets every criteria on your list, then you can miss out on dating or even marrying an amazing person. So yeah, adjust your expectations. Number three, start with a clean slate. One of the many dangers to a new relationship or even an old relationship is baggage. Many relationships starts off with so much baggage until this makes it difficult to get to know the person. For example, if your ex-boyfriend cheated on you, it doesn't mean that your current boyfriend will do the same. Guys, if your ex-girlfriend was controlling or possessive, it does not mean that your current girlfriend is going to be the same way. There is no reason for you to suspect that what happened in your old relationship is going to happen in your new one. You have to let all of that go. Because this is another reason why you need to be emotionally stable before dating again. So you can start with a clean slate and leave all of the emotional baggage in the past where it belongs. This is why I recommend getting counseling after you go through a bad or toxic relationship. Because when you start dating again, you want to go into this experience with a clean slate and no emotional baggage to mess anything up. So that is the next thing. Number three, start with a clean slate. Now, number four is a little bit more fun. It's shaking up your routine and start doing the hobbies that you enjoy doing. Doing things that you enjoy and doing your interests make you a more fun and creative person because you're doing what you love and what you're happy doing. So if you like to dance, join a dance class and start dancing again. Or if you never started, take lessons and start to dance. If you like to write or if you were writing before, then start writing again. Or if you've never written anything, start writing. If you like to sing, then start to sing again or take lessons to begin singing. Okay, yeah, I had to throw that in there because I like to sing, as you probably know by now. So I just wanted to throw singing in there somewhere. But, you know, whatever it is that you like to do or have always wanted to do, just go for it and just do it. You being happy translates into a more happy and confident you, which makes you more attractive and desirable to other people. So be happy and be the best you that you can be. Number five is to discover the real you. So many times in relationships, people lose themselves and they are so busy focusing on who their significant other wants them to be until they lose track of who they are. Sometimes being in a bad relationship can make people forget who they are and what they like to do and what type of person they want to become. I had an experience talking to someone and they were in a bad relationship and they were like, Kiana, you know what? 
They're like, I really settled. This is not how I wanted my life to be. Their goals and dreams and aspirations were really, really high, and they had things they wanted to do. But because the person that they married didn't think the same way, didn't value their dreams or goals, they changed to try to kind of meet their expectations. And in doing that, they lost themselves. So if you have lost yourself or find yourself losing yourself, then please go back to what you used to like to do and find yourself again. And this is not something that's uncommon. It happens all the time. It happens to women. It happens to men. But what we're saying here is take time to put the focus on you and who you are and what you want out of life. And stop worrying about what other people would think about you. Because it's more important that you're happy with you and with who you are than what people think about you or what would people want you to be. The more you know about yourself, the more prepared you are to begin dating again because you will be able to make informed and rational decisions based on who you are and how you feel. Now, number six, once you have done the work, it is time for you to actually get out there and start dating. And I say that because so many times people say they want to date, but they don't take the initiative to start dating. They're like, wait for the person to come around. No, get back out there. Have fun. I mean, enjoy life. Start dating again. So that's important because you're doing all this work. And if you want to, if you're doing all this work, go out and have fun. Start dating again. So that's number six. Once you've done the work, and it's important to say once you've done the work, then go back out there and start dating. So eventually, you're going to get back into a long-term relationship. And the thing that I want to tell you is once you do get back into a long-term relationship, determine you're in the relight determine if you're in the right relationship this is important because so many people stay in relationships because they don't want to be alone they're afraid to be alone they don't think they can find anyone else they don't think they deserve better whatever it is determine if this is the right relationship for you so if you're in a relationship with someone who is not interested in getting married but that is what you want to do you want to get married then that may not be the right relationship for you. It's not saying the person's a bad person. They're probably not. They're probably really a nice person. They're just not where you are right now. So you have two choices. Either you can wait on them and see if they'll ever get where you are, or you can find the right relationship where there's a person who's interested in marriage and what you're interested in and date that person instead. So the important thing is when you're dating and once you get into a long-term relationship, find out if this is the relationship for you. Because I would hate for you to spend... 10 15 years in a relationship that was not a good one for you and i say this especially with dating because with dating there is no um it's like you're dating you're not married marriage is a whole different situation but dating you kind of have some options about whether this is good whether this is something i should pursue now i'm not saying be ridiculous and every little thing that happens like Oh, not the person, not the person, not the person, because you'll never find the right person like that. But what I'm saying is values and morals, if they don't match up and you see that early on, do not stay because there's someone out there who has the same values, the same morals, and want the same thing that you want out of life. And it's important for you to know yourself so that you can know and make informed decisions when it comes to this part about dating, whether to stay in a relationship or whether to leave a relationship. 
Now, this is, like I said, where it is important to know yourself because then you can make rational decisions and you'll be able to recognize the red flags and then trust yourself to know you are making the right decision based off of your beliefs, your values, and who you are instead of your emotions. Because we all know once emotions get all caught up in this, then you don't make rational decisions and it's all emotion-driven. And emotion-driven decisions, I can attest, are not good decisions. So try not to make emotional driven decisions. And finally, falling in love is risky, but you know what? It is worth the risk. So take this risk, it's worth taking. So if you have done all of the work, then it's time for you to get back out there and start to enjoy life again. And that is what I want to tell you. So these are pretty much some of the steps you need to take in order to, after you've healed, to move forward and start your life again. Because there's no need for you not to enjoy life or to have love again. It's out there. All you have to do is find it. And these are just some suggestions that can help you find love again and then make informed, rational decisions based on who you are about what you want out of life and what you want out of relationships. Now, the song that we're going to listen to today is called Next Time, and it's about a woman who did not do the work and is wondering why she keeps falling for the same type of guy over and over again. So here's the song, Next Time. Music and the Music and Vibe Store for their continued support of the program. 
Now, Anique Music is the publishing company that represents all of the music heard here on the show. Thank you, Anique Music, for your sponsorship. I would also like to thank our new sponsor, the Music and Vibe Store. The Music and Vibe Store is an online store that sells accessories and shoes that have flair and will make you be the envy of all your friends. The Music and Vibe Store will be opening sometime within the next couple of months, so stay tuned to the podcast to find out details about the grand opening. I just wanted to take the time to thank all of you for making today special. I love and appreciate you all. I enjoy spending time with you. And so thank you, thank you, thank you. Don't forget, though, to share this episode of the podcast with your friends and family. I also want to remind you to go on Apple Music, which is formerly iTunes. Yeah, they changed it. It took me a minute to figure it out. Anyway, iTunes is now Apple Music, so go there and go to the Music and Vibes podcast. Put in, and I will... um, I'll try to remember to put this in the show notes, but go to the Music and Vibes podcast to subscribe and leave a review for the show. Now, after you do that, I want you to head over to our Music and Vibes website, which is at musicandvibes.com, and check out the new functioning website that we now have. It's so much fun. I love going there. We're going to be starting a uh, newsletter soon, so go over there and sign up for our newsletter. We also have blogs, so if you want to read some blogs, even listen to older episodes of the podcast, you can do all of that from the website, which is musicandvibes.com. This is one of the many ways you can keep up to date with all of the things going on with Music and Vibes. You can always connect with me on Instagram. My handle there is Music and Vibes, and I answer all of my DMs or comments. So if you leave me a message, I promise you, I will respond. And finally, you can contact me on the Music and Vibes Facebook page. And you guys know what that is. It's at the Music and Vibes Podcast. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. I love, love, love you guys, and I can't wait to spend time with you next week. All right, bye-bye, and I'll talk to you later.